What up, what up? Welcome back to the Divya Cup, the podcast. I am your ever-so-humble host, two-time league champion, and current division leader oh, of yeah? the champs, Are you? Mark Sheehan. I am. I am. A tie's not a loss. Here with another uh, two-time league champion, Adrian. <laughs> no one's going to hear that once we actually edit it, dude. <laughs> dude, what a week. Yeah, this there was, were a bunch of barn burners this week. There was a lot of everything this week. <laughs> I don't think we've ever seen this many matchups come down to Monday Night Football. And There's I like almost everyone. And what a matchup Monday Night Football was. While we're on the topic, we might as well jump right into the first recap. Yeah, let's let's is, just do uh, it. Which was the prophecy was fulfilled. Tracy lost <laughs> it to the continues. It just continues. It's just it makes no what sense. What more can you say? But after the Thursday night game, I was like, eh. It could happen. He finds the weirdest ways to lose, too. But Even, I don't know if you looked at the box score, but I mean, the I only watching, person who scored was Tyler Higby. I was watching the Rams game, and I was yeah. like, he has three touchdowns today. So it sucks. He wasted uh, Tyler Higby's best performance of the year. Like, a, a decent showing, but... I know. It's it just like, when he plays one of us, it's everyone but his studs come up and like show up to the game. It's just hilarious. It everyone but Derrick Henry, basically. Yeah, I'm just... I, and, like, Josh Jacobs didn't do that great yeah. either. They were both sub-10, you know? So, like, <laughs> it's just... This is what happened. Advantage for Tracy this year, though. He only plays the league office once apiece, you know? He's wow. Got two games huge. versus the league office. I didn't think about that with the whole division yeah. aspect. Yeah. He might only have two losses on So, if Tracy were to win a title, and then he gets in the champs division... He's got four matchups against the league office. Maybe this is his year. He's only got two automatic losses. I don't. On, I don't think they're on be, the scorecard. There's never a year where Tracy makes it into the champs division. Well, we'll have more on that later in this episode. Ooh. To preface, oh. speaking of not scoring a lot of points, this was a Monday Night Football heartbreaker. <laughs> more for, points than <laughs> for you, pal. More points than we both scored last week. <laughs> Which is really sad. Riley scored 82 last week, I believe. So, <laughs> I, think, I believe you were up 19 heading into Monday Night Football. I was up 17. And I'm kind of glad you didn't catch much of this game. Because it was... Oh, literally, the actual game was just Darren Waller abusing the Saints defense. And as we know, this was directly the matchup that we saw in here. Ended yeah. up in a tie. You're fortunate to squeak out of this one with a tie. I yo definitely. Darren well, Waller could have easily scored another touchdown. The entire week, I was looking at my bench like, man, I'm so glad that I won this week, and I have so much great bench production right now. <laughs> I just, you know, if I had left James Conner or David Montgomery in James Conner after the debacle last week. Well, okay. How can you not believe I was going to bench James Conner? Benny Snow looked good. <laughs> he, but he put up 100 yards? Yeah, he put up 100 yards and a touchdown. He Dude. would have brought me to 100 points. I, I think, would have looked I like think the, the peanut gallery in this league is getting to your head. I think you got chirped by Henry and Dem too much. No, I wasn't. decided to sit him. I was always intending on starting Naheem Hines. Naheem <laughs> Hines had nine catches in the first week. I was like, yeah, he's... They're clearly throwing to him. It's Phil Rivers. We'll have more on that one later, too. Let's, uh reverse the dialogue a bit <laughs> hello featuring my parents <laughs> landline that they still have a lot of uh, ambient noise doing yeah, this oh, live. Yeah. We, we love the in-person studio uh team versus team wolpy was a shootout um where to begin with this well um 
did not even realize that Aaron Jones was putting up a 40-point fantasy week. It was ridiculous. Actually, I think he had more than 200 total yards. I think so. Yeah, he had like 168 rushing, like maybe in the 60s receiving. Holy shit, did he really? Yeah. Pretty sure. Wow. Yeah. Right on the nose. I did do a little bit of homework. Three touchdowns (laughs) and Demo still lost. Yeah, well, that's the thing is if you read the uh, ESPN review of his week two performance, it specifically states Aaron Jones with a fantasy week winning performance. Uh, (laughs) Only team can manage to lose that. Uh, He even had amazing production of Stephon Diggs, which if you watch the Bills game, Stephon Diggs looked awesome. You know, it just comes down to the fact that uh, Team Wolpe also put up a lot of points. A lot of points. Uh, you know, they... Big Monday night showing. Yeah. This was one of the matchups that really came down to Monday night. It yeah. It was wicked close. E- exactly. Um, I mean, Josh Allen also putting up 33 was huge, you know. And uh, to me, this really comes down to the special teams units, you know. I don't know why Demos likes the Broncos defense this year. I think they're garbage. <laughs> because he won't drop them. Yeah, but it's, it, exactly, so it's too late. <laughs> and they are going to play the Chiefs at some point. Uh, their special teams units combined um, will be outscored Demos's by 20. So that's the game right there, you know. People are sleeping on special teams units. The Colts defense is great this year. Uh, you know, I, I, I'd say that's where it was lost, you know. I mean, he even got small performances out of Devontae Adams, and uh, they both put up three Holy points. Holy shit, he still put up 129. Yeah. That's insane. Like, the special teams units adds up. Of course, Gronk with another dud. It's just, I, I just can't believe Demos that needs lost to send Rob Gronkowski. I, he, <laughs> he just needs to stop. I can't believe he lost that matchup, man. That's crazy. The only matchup that really wasn't close, even on Monday Night Football, Team H. Butlicker. Kind of a beatdown on yeah. the L.A. Cowboys. Definitely. 111 to 88. Definitely licked the butthole of the <laughs> There was significant butthole licking done in this one. Um, I feel like Demeray kind of just got a lot of points out of everyone who didn't tear their ACL yeah. on Sunday. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Uh, it, he did sit the wrong Tampa running back, which, which is, is a little bit comical. I was going to say he's going to happen the rest of the season, but as you all know, uh, he's now going to be starting both Tampa running backs since they're his final two running backs. Something else to note, this is not really related to this matchup, but I did notice Demeray trying to pull fast one on me again and replicate his move from last year. What he picked up. He tried to pick up all the remaining kickers because I was still trying to sit no kicker. I was wondering but, if you were going to put in a kicker. I, I, debate, you, I actually didn't need one, see? I, but I was what what happened this you, week is what I was one. trying to make happen in week one. Well, but Brian I didn't Edwards didn't look that great anyways. Yeah, what Demeray didn't realize is you can't just pick someone up and drop them right away because they don't stay on waivers. Oh, he did that. that. Oh, I he tried. But then I ended realize. up still scooping him up. As for Henry, his team is kind of booty cheeks. Like Boomer bust wideouts. Boomer bust wideouts. I mean, what do we... I think we said in the preseason we were ragging on T.Y. Hilton. He does indeed stink. Mm-hmm. I mean, he even said himself that he is boomer bust wideouts, but when all three of your wideouts combine for, like, what, ten, eight points? Jeez. Like, Do you own two? No, he's one and one. Um, this was also the only champs versus champs game. I'll tell you what else. This was a little bit of an interesting wrinkle to me, unrelated to this matchup. Interesting. We had three champs versus peasants game this week. It seemed pretty clear that we were going to have one or the other come out top week two. They ended up going 1-1-1 one, one, and one because of the tie. 
Oh, wow. So, there is no differentiation. Wait, but what was it from last week? But they week? won week one because of Demeray, who lost. So the Peasants, so the peasants are, are currently leading the series 2-1-1. Wow. That's not pretty. No, it's not. That's not a good look. I still blame them. <laughs> Guess who's the only loss for the Peasants against the Champs this year? Uh, Tracy. That's <laughs> correct. It's gotta be Tracy. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, another shootout, right? This is the last... Yeah. Shootout's an understanding. Yeah, this is... This is um. Jeez, uh, Dak Prescott had three rushing touchdowns for Team Shea. Uh, that's always good when that's your quarterback. But again, a giant 40-point week that somehow ends up in a loss. And it's all because Emmanuel Sanders was complete booty, check, booty cheeks. This was the showdown of the flex spot, right? It was Sanders versus Jules. That's where he won. I mean, Jules had... Like 150 receiving yards. I'm or a little upset that Emmanuel Sanders didn't make it interesting Monday night. It wasn't even. Close That's one of the reasons I was watching the game. I was interested to see if Emmanuel Sanders would do anything to make this game close. Yeah, and, and he, he he maybe caught one pass. I think. Team Shea loses CMC right now. Lots of tough breaks. I think he's. I think he's third in the league in scoring too. Um, tough to be owing to. Interesting stat to bring up, though, is that uh, the top four scorers in the league right now are from the Peasants division. Wow. Very interesting. And the top scoring champ is Demeray. Yeah. Not what we Not how we drew it up. But you know how it is at the end of the day. It's about the wins. You know, it's about the head-to-head matchups. So. I just can't believe you have zero losses and 164 points scored. First in the division. You're, you're the Riley of last year. I'm the only undefeated champs team. Okay, you're showing showing well for us then. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, Peasants have two undefeated teams. Doesn't mean anything to the playoffs. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything to the playoffs. It's early. It's early. It's early. Uh, I don't know what else to say about Shea versus the Zane train other than that uh, Bobby's team is looking pretty good. It is looking quite good. Yeah, it's looking good. Calvin Ridley is looking good. Calvin Ridley is looking good, unfortunately. Oh. Making me look like an idiot. I wish I had like more of a reason to brag about him. Like he's not, <laughs> he's not even on your. He's team. not on any of my teams in any of my leagues. But I knew he was gonna be great. You know. But yeah, they like points. They do like points. You know who else likes points? The start of the week likes points. Ooh, start of the week. At the starting of the week, In the case of my start of the week, they do not like points. See, you didn't and let me choose that minimal point start of the week last week. I feel like I had chosen James Conner last week. And it was so I can't choose the EMIs this week. Because it's just unbelievable, given your bench, and given how like how highly you drafted the players in your bench that did well, and you tied the game because you got zero points from the EMIs. If you look at... Did he, did he even play? Yeah, he played. So he just didn't touch the ball. Uh, they just like started getting frantic and not figuring out how to move the ball. The Colts were fucking stupid. Um, but I, I was having a little bit of trouble finding another start of the if week. If you look at the bench, though, this is unrelated to start of the week, but if you look at my bench, they, I think, outscored my starters. This uh, week. I would not be surprised. Yeah. And yet you still won. Actually, I will give you this. Fine. I won't take that as start of the week. My other start of the week was Dem starting Saquon Barkley simply because it's the last time he's going to be able to start him this season. 
Eh, it's kind of like a nostalgia start of the week. I have one. Um, you know, it's pretty good. I I think maybe I'm too close to it because I was uh, I was. Oh boy. No, no, no. It's it's uh, I'm it's Cream Hunt. Oh. Because okay. uh, you start Cream Hunt very last second before the Thursday night game, right? And uh, against Tracy, you had no reason to start him over like Mark Ingram or one of the other RBs on your bench. James Robinson, the goat. Or James Robinson, but you did, and probably got the best week out of Kareem Hunt all year. No one expected both Cleveland uh, running backs to put up. He 20s. also did not play in the first half, basically. I think Tracy mailed it in after that performance too. So yeah, I think point. I think that's why I started the week for me because it's like, of course, Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Puts up an amazing <laughs> never, week. Never made it a doubt. Yeah, it was just from that point <laughs> forward, it was up. like, uh, you know, Tracy's going to lose once again to the league office. <laughs> Alrighty. Spotlight matchup of the week. Hell yeah. Hell, I don't like leaving under your spotlight just because you think have a few potential big spotlight matchups um what jumped out to you this one jumped out to me uh team wolpy versus team uh, dear future divya uh obviously tracy has to come back from his loss to the league office uh but he's going up against a very good wolpy team and uh you know it's a a division game and i think it's going to be important you know tracy's team who looks pretty hot could be you know, coming out of the week with a losing record. Being one and two with this team after three weeks would be pretty tough. Pretty tough. Yeah, it would be pretty tough. Like, yeah, I'm already I happy. I kind of agree with you. I'm already happy. I expect it to be 0 and 3, as I always do. <laughs> I've already exceeded expectations. The second year Wolpe has come out of the gates firing. Today. I was about to second say that, too. I was like, this is this is what Wolpe does nowadays. He comes out of the gate firing and then completely falls off at the end of the season. So congratulations to Wolpe for probably putting up the most points at the end of the season and then losing at some point in the playoffs. <laughs> as he always does. He's setting it up perfectly. Same narrative as always. Yeah, he's got to switch it up a bit, though. That's kind of I kind of agree with you. I think it's Wolpe and Tracy. Yeah. The other ones are... It's too early to tell. It's too early. They're soft, you know? Moving on to the mailbag. Oh, we have Which has bag. been revived. We have mailbag. Via popular request. I was not sure that that happened. The mailbag is back. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. The mail's mail here. Time. I can't believe I get to sing this song. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to will. Couple pretty good ones too. Okay. Right. I'll say. Um, the first one being mailbag Mark Demare. Which one of my three teams will come in first? <laughs> Which I think that's, is a great question. That's a great question. It's not looking like Team Shay. No. It's <laughs> which coincidentally is the only one that wasn't really his team in the draft, as we kind of said. It's so funny because like 
<laughs> Literally all three of his teams are in the very top of scoring this year. <laughs> the top three scoring teams. Like, that's the thing, Dem. Like, you... I think you're good at fantasy, pal. Like, I do. But you should just hone your focus on just your team. Like, just worry about you during the draft, and it might work <laughs> in your so favor. <laughs> you know? Demeray is the king of, like, having a great idea during the draft, but it's after he picked, and then he says it out loud, like, oh, man, I should have picked this guy. Dude, sometimes it's before. Sometimes he's like... <laughs> before, so th- should I take this guy? Sometimes he's, he's like, Bobby, like, uh... <laughs> Ah, uh, you think it's... I'm going to probably take a kicker. Like, are you going to take a kicker soon? <laughs> like, it's well, all manipulation. Calvin Ridley. You think he's good? It's all manipulation. Dem's like, I don't want to be the only one to take a kicker. Like, will you take a kicker with me? Dude, he literally beats himself in the draft. <laughs> it's going to show Every up in the regular year. season. I'll tell you what. I think out of all three of his teams, I can't say which one's going to come in first. I think none of them. But I'll tell you, I think I know which one's coming in last. And it is his, his own, own team. team, of course. Um, I don't know if any of the three will come in first in the whole league. I think out of his three teams, Bobby's team is by far his best team. Definitely his best team. All right. He uh, he had a second submission. Mailbag, Mark Demeray. Least points for, should pay for food. No. I kind of liked it. Not for this year, because it's too late to put it in this year. No, but I think it's worth discussing. Then most points for should win the league. That's fair. That's a fair counter argument, but I don't know. I feel like no, that's I feel what like, it honestly, is. I feel like he mainly put this in to troll you, which I love. I'm not ending the year but with if, the least points score. <laughs> like I'm just saying, if you have a bum of a team, it's, my team's not bummy. Because the, <sighs> my team is not bummy. I feel like the last place team does often end up being the least scoring team anyways. Usually, I think, I think it works out that way. Yeah, I think I think, I think if out. you end up being the least scoring team, then the loser should have to pay for food. If if I am the least scoring team <laughs> in this league, hear me right now, yeah. I will pay for food. All right, there because it is. Because it's simply not happening. There it is. It's simply All right, not no, happening. But it's on the table now. It's fucking, that's a joke and a half. Right. Cam Newton can only carry his team so far. <laughs> That's fair. Can only carry his team so far. Yeah, the, uh, the last submission he had, again, mailbag. He had three submissions? Demeray. Dude, he is, as I said, a super fan of the podcast. Jesus Christ. Very giddy, week three. <laughs> if Tracy wins it all, is he kicked out of the league? <laughs> I don't want to be a part of something where Tracy is champion. Pretty pretty mean to Tracy, honestly. <laughs> We can file a motion to Fairly list the name words. on the trophy and just asterisks. But <laughs> Honestly, I don't think he has anything to worry about because I don't think it's ever going to happen anyways. His team looked really good this year, but uh, quickly squashed by the league <laughs> office. That's the reality of this league. Tracy doesn't and, win. And the championship still goes through the league office. Yeah, absolutely. And as long as that's a fact, it's never going to happen. I will say this. I'm like... 85% certain that this year's champion will be from the champs division. I don't know. The peasants teams are looking pretty good. Dude, they're peasants for a reason. They don't finish. They don't close. They don't close. Like, <laughs> like, this is why the league is All the it takes it is. is one bad week. You know that's one it. random fluky that's bad it. week. All it takes is Demos refusing to... Well, Demos is actually in the champs division. But... <laughs> <laughs> Demos loses in the playoffs is because he chose he to stick he with choked. the same lineup. Because yeah. he choked. Alrighty. Anything from uh, 
the desk of the commissioner's office? No. No. Yeah. No notes from me either. I don't have anything Vegas in Vegas my... next year. Yeah. Vegas next year. That's happening. That is happening. Very excited. Well, maybe right. we'll go to a uh, Raiders preseason game while we're in oh. Vegas. <laughs> There's an idea. How does that sound? The draft in the stadium. That sounds difficult. Alright, that's it. Week three. We out. Not to me, but to the stars above. One more cup of coffee for the road. One more cup of coffee for I go. To the valley below. He'll teach you how to pick and choose And how to throw the blade He oversees his kingdom So no stranger does he choose His voice it trembles as he goes out For another plate of food One more cup of coffee for the road One more cup of coffee before I go to the valley below. Your sister sees the future like your mama and yourself. You've never learned to read or write There's no books upon your shelves And your pleasure knows no limits Your voice is like a metal lark But your heart is like an ocean Mysterious and dark One more cup of coffee for the road One more cup of coffee before I go